2: Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for all things in that galaxy far, far away from Corin to Cormian, Yes, I said Quarren Ooh. to Quormion, Uh We've got Q's. you covered. Yeah, I know. You got uh, Tessic and you got Yariel Poof. Two ends mm. of the Qs. Two, two Q species there. So, my name's Justin. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts.
3: This is Josh, and I'm about to be the proud owner of three R2-D2 Tamagotchis.
2: Beep, boop, Ooh. boop,
4: boop,
2: This is Kyle. I' <laughs> are all going to die within one week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is Kyle, and I might need to get an R2-D2 Tamagotchi or two to go with my R2-D2 shower curtain that I already rock. Ooh.
3: Nice. Those those two things don't seem to really go together, other than what the you theme. don't
1: you don't take care of your tamagotchi while you're sitting on the toilet. It's, that seems like a perfect like a uh, oh. time killer. There, <laughs> I was thinking it'd be in the shower. but I guess <laughs> that's toilet what I was thinking. Okay. I was like, don't it's like you like a keep your shower Kyle, next to your you toilet? You can't get
2: it wet. <laughs> that's
1: where I keep mine in the same room.
2: Uh, <laughs> that was TMI, Kyle. TMI. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um I, I was thinking it was here. like a Mogwai. Rule number one, don't get it wet. Rule <laughs> number two, don't feed it after midnight.
1: I don't take my electronics in the shower, guys. I don't do yeah. it. Even, uh, good, even the good, waterproof ones.
2: Good safety measure for all of you out there. Don't bring your electronics I make toast and... in there to save
1: time though. Breakfast, uh you cook it while you're showering. <laughs> Oof. Great move. With
2: the with the, the dark Vader toaster? Is that what you're <laughs> <Yeah, need>? Exactly. <laughs> you ever Life heard right. of shower beer? Uh, that, that's that's shower for after yours. work
3: that's not before work josh pop. no i'm no i'm saying like a shower beer ah uh, yes this breakfast. is the
2: businessman's shower beer is the shower breakfast that's the uh that's the uh slogan right there is a uh, shower toast as good as cracker gum yeah, yeah. <laughs> highly recommended <laughs> two things mm. that go great together mm mm well well if you have just tuned into our shenanigans we have already derailed from the star wars gum conversation. for white people
3: is that what that is <laughs>
2: that's exactly right cracker gum yeah um we've from the star wars conversation so that's my um, number one but,
1: goal on the show every time <laughs> is to find a way to talk about anything other than star wars and I, yeah, I love Star yeah. Wars. I'm not
2: like disparaging yeah. Star Wars. But. <laughs> if you are, if you are new to our show, tuning in for the first time, we apologize. <laughs> this is the, uh, I apologize the, for nothing. the antics you get <laughs> uh, we do talk a lot of Star Wars but we do love to have a little bit it's of fun and if you are tuning in uh, if you're a, a repeat listener thank you for coming back thank you for listening to Welcome. us um, recommend us send us out there to your yeah. friends, family any Star Wars fr- fa- uh, family and friends that you think are going to enjoy listening to us have them, uh, have them tune in uh, we do right now. We're doing our live streams. We do live streams two every left. Friday night. We're covering the Bad Batch. We've got two left. Uh, Orb Force ninety nine Friday night live streams, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but we we basically just we go over we spoil it. We go over the most recent episode. Um, so if you haven't watched it, don't tune into the live stream. Uh, but but we watch the live stream during the day. Yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, give me a break. It, watch it by twice eight p.m. Usually. Come hang out with us. Grab an adult beverage. Come hang out with us. Uh, or and not? We no peer fun. pressure. Come on, Rihanna. We talk ponchos. We talk Star Wars. Mm. We we cover a lot of ground you in know, the live stream. So
3: our live stream, uh, the theme of it, um, the aesthetic at least, we we have a real missed opportunity. <laughs> I just had uh, this idea, and I'm so uh, mad. I
1: have no idea. what Maybe you're Maybe for to the say, next season, it's going to be ridiculous.
3: Hear me out, guys. Next season. <laughs> We all shave our facial hair into mustaches, and we wear sunglasses, and we change the name of the show to Da Batch. Da Batch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I dig oh, it. We'll man. have like custom sweaters made in that yeah. blue and orange that says Da Batch across the front. Da Batch. Yeah. Yep. Instead and of the we'll bear get head, it'll on. have like a. It'll yeah, have a, a, a little hunter helmet there maybe or the little skull that they have how,
1: how tough do you think it is to get Ditka?
3: <laughs> to talk about
1: star wars probably not hard
2: <laughs> guaranteed not to like, ask a single football question sir <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like what am i what are we talking about again what's going on uh but yeah it's a lot of fun tune in uh one thing we did announce on our most recent friday night live stream is we do we do have some designs up and available on Public that you can go to their website. You can find Outer Rim Beacon. It's all one word on there. We have two logos up right now. You can get that printed on a t-shirt, on a sweatshirt, on a mug, on a magnet, on a pin, on a whatever you want. They'll do it. They got them. In a box uh, with a fox. That's from Green Eggs and Ham. But a bog on a log. and Yeah. You can, uh, you can get, any uh, we have items. two designs. Get the tank. two logos up there. Um, show the guns plethora of shirts guns. with different colors the blasters um, different co- there's 100% cotton shirts there's what the, the blended there's a shirts. poly blend yeah yeah. raglins nice. so the raglins yeah. baseball tee. yeah and you they know as Obi-Wan so. Kenobi always said
3: my allegiance is to tea public to democracy
2: ah <laughs> that's exactly how long what you he been said. sitting on that one Josh <laughs> that just came to me these things just, uh. all these
3: stupid things I say they usually just come to me in the moment well, that's, awesome. that's how good I am. It's inspiring. Uh, but yeah, go sherbert. Check out. I already knew sherbert. Uh, right, that sherbert, one, sherbert. That one. That one was a, was an oldie, <laughs> that was but good. otherwise, it was good.
2: Uh, you know what's uh, unfortunate? Did... You
1: cannot get our logo put on any of those thick thigh pants that Tarkin had early yet. in the battle. You know. Not yet. yet. Not yet. I have emailed T Public, um, and if they don't do it, Excuse then we're going to go to Pants do you Public. You
2: choppers. Yeah. <laughs> would like i'd like some jumpers put on your your site please make us take our business
1: to pants public please
2: the pants store yeah (laughs) we (laughs) want thick thighs pants
1: with our logo on them please
2: goodness goodness but yeah check it out the link is shared on facebook we did share it on twitter you can just go to Mm tpublic.com type in outer rim beacon and you can find them there so Lots of big news. Lots of big news. Always big news. Getting closer. This is my favorite this one. This thing
1: counting. I can't this is. Not gonna have any money yeah. for
2: this. It's gonna be on the sunny west coast.
1: We are 42 weeks away. That means in 40 weeks, you'll be able to buy a couple R2D2 Tamagotchis when Josh needs to raise some funds.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He <laughs> that's, that's uh. <laughs>
2: How many did you get Josh? 3. 3. Three one plus. of each color Three, so in the package gosh. and one for tab yes. to open the wrapper. Yeah. It's it. crazy. Yeah. crazy. Man, I remember when those things first came out. Those were the good old back days. In the 70s, it was crazy. No, I'm just kidding. It was uh Those were so 90s back in the stores.
3: 90s when you uh bought your first house and you were in yeah. college <laughs> for 10 years and <laughs>
4: Right, ah, as, a, as a middle the school same year kid, I signed my, I first, my mortgage. first
2: house, <laughs> signed my first mortgage. Yeah. It was uh, impressive. It was, uh, a memorable I was balling back in the day. I don't know what happened. I got no money now because it goes to Star Wars stuff and kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how year. things change, so. In that order, yes. Um, we do have a little bit of news beyond uh, the celebration stuff. Uh, Lego just came out today. They announced Star Wars Terrifying Tales. That's going to be available in October that. on Disney Plus. Looks really really cool. Everybody loves I'm the excited. holiday special, right? Yeah. And this yeah, is
1: um, spooky. So like more fun, in my opinion. People love Christmas. I love Halloween. I'm I'm digging the Halloween one. I can't wait for it.
2: Like the Sith side of things,
1: we know Maggie'll came be with
3: presents. It. Christmas will be out of here. Oh, God, that's the, is only... the only
1: reason Christmas still exists. They and... have to do presents now, if or else they're completely out of the game. What are you yeah. gonna just what celebrate candy canes? Give me a break. That's nothing. That's one candy. <laughs> Halloween, get you get all, all the candies. I'm, <laughs> I'm in fr- it for the fruit fruitcake, cakes. man.
2: Just fruit cakes, just fruit cakes, That's all.
1: I can honestly say I have literally never had one bite of a fruitcake really? in my life. Never. I've never had one, no. I don't think I've ever uh, been in a situation there's some, to try one. He's not there's a big some pudding guy though. No, I'm you not big on pudding. Them. Not a big pudding that, guy. I can't trust them. Is that was that on air or was that before we started recording? It was off air. That's why I okay. brought it up. Yeah. I'm not big on pudding, all right? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> threw it out there. It, it,
2: there's some Peak good ones the curtain, out there and there's some really yeah. bad ones out there, so you have what? to be fruit cakes? very careful. Yeah. They've
1: got a cakes. bad rap in in uh mass media. I'll tell you that. Which that's my <laughs> whole experience
2: with fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pop um, culture. Good for building houses, apparently, in some Ugh. cases, if they're really bad. So. I don't want to eat one. I definitely don't want to live in one. Yeah. But yeah, so look look for that. Look for Star Wars the Terrifying cake. Tales oh, the, coming yeah, in October. Not Fruitcakes. Not Fruitcakes. Terrifying Tales coming in October to Disney+. Plus. Uh, we do have a bunch of new comics rolling out here. Uh, as of the time that you get this, they'll probably be out. Bounty Hunters. Yes, they will be. <laughs> uh, issue 15 and War of the Bounty Hunters. Forlom and yep. Zuckus number one, right? Yeah, uh, coming up a little bit further down the pipeline on the 10th of August, you're going to get Guardians of the Wills, the manga, which could be really, really cool. Sounds uh, cool. And you're going to get Dr. Afra, volume Two, the engine job. And then on the 11th, right after that, you're going to get High Republic number eight and High Republic Adventures, uh, the monster of Temple Peak one. So those must be um, like
1: collected trade paperbacks coming out on the 10th, right? Is that what that is?
2: I think so. Yes. Yes. I would say so. Yeah. So I'm I'm a bit of a comics nerd
1: among my all the other nerds. So that would make the 11th a Wednesday when these comic comes out. Comics come out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's
2: a a lot more. There's a lot more beyond that. I just figured that was good for right now. There's a lot more through the rest of the month of August that are going to be dropping, so keep your your eyes out for those. The Star Wars comics,
1: not the High Republic, obviously, because it was 300 years prior, but the other comics are all doing that um, War of the Bounty Hunters crossover event, which is very good. I'm really, really enjoying it. I think all the titles are really good. I wasn't even reading the actual Bounty Hunters um, ongoing comic, but I've been picking it up for this crossover, um, and they're Mm -hmm. doing a really great job. And I I don't remember um, Star Wars ever really doing this, at least not recently, so kudos Mm -hmm. to them. They're doing
2: really well yeah love a comic crossover event in general yeah oh yeah lots of good stuff happening though in the story arcs uh the synchronization amongst all uh the star wars uh media right now is just uh, unreal it's it's so nice to see everything kind of tying in so let's keep that going in the
3: movie realm hey yeah
2: yeah that'd be good um yeah so be on the lookout for those we do have a little bit of collecting news. in yeah, um, much Hot more toys. expensive items from yeah, $3 to $300. <laughs> yes. Hot Toys released a Luke Skywalker from the end of season two Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It is impressive. Uh, it is a the new head sculpt impressive. for Luke. It is, it comes with a bunch of stuff. There's two different, there, actually there's four different versions. If you go to sideshows. <sighs> site there's two different versions that's like a I don't even know like the basic one and whatever and then there's two Good. other versions one comes with like an exclusive version of, of Moff Gideon's ship like a hologram thing the two more I don't know if it was the two more expensive ones or all of them come with like a beat up mangled uh, de- uh not death trooper the um uh, what were those guys called why, why is it escaping me right now the Death um, trooper the dark, dark trooper troopers. thank you yeah. it, it comes with like a mangled beat up dark trooper with an led in it so Ooh. like it's lights light up it's like got some chest damage luke's lightsaber lights up which is impressive um wow. if for a 6 scale figure um it just it it comes with a ton of stuff so go check out their site uh they like i said two versions are 285 i think the other two versions are 330 um, super, super cool figure. There is a second wave of credit collection, uh, black series coming, which, uh, supposedly rumored is having Moff Gideon. And, um, I can't remember who the other one was. There was another, uh, figure that they kind of released or teased that could be in it, but there's another series of those coming. I believe there's more of the, uh, chrome figures coming in vintage collection, uh, as well. But, uh, I think that's it for black series and vintage. Yeah, Josh.
3: So, speaking of Black Series and Hot Toys, I was noticing on Twitter people complaining about you know the the barren wastes that are the toy aisle at many a Walmart and Target. Yeah, yeah tumbleweeds up uh, yeah. a rolling. And um, I saw so many people in the comments saying, "Man, screw Black Series. I'm hopping on the I'm on the Hot Toys train now." And I'm thinking, okay, fine, but that's. Ten figures
4: wait a year and, one
2: and a half one figure. for that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So fun fact about that though, Josh, I don't know if you saw this little nugget from Hasbro the other day, but they did make a, the president basically did make a comment that they're going to be increasing prices of figures overall. And Ooh, I got to put a fanfare did, he in. Didn't, he did not specifically say what lines or what figures but you got to figure, a Black Series figure already is $25. If you want the bigger ones, the deluxe versions, you're going to pay 30 to $35 for those. And if they only go up in price more, you're going to turn a lot of people off to the Black Series, I think.
3: Well, good. Um, Maybe there'll be
2: more in the store then. To yeah, to your point though, it is not a apples to apples jump yeah, going from like, Black Series to Hot Toys. Yeah. You will find that you're a lot more selective um, with the Hot Toys stuff than you are with the Black Series stuff. But well, and I always, I'll say this: if you're, if you're you out sorry, go ahead, Justin. No, you're, if you go out, if you go out once a month and you buy four Black Series figures or even two, right, and they're twenty five dollars a piece, that's fifty dollars a month. Hot Toys and Sideshow do layaway basically, where you can pre order a figure, pay $50 a month, and you make like X number of installment payments. So by the time it's available, you've already paid it off. So if you're going to spend $50 or more on figures a month, it is about the same. The only difference is the number of figures that you're getting, but hmm. you're still spending the same amount of money.
1: That's a that's a big assumption to assume that you're stopping buying those other figures when you start buying Correct. the uh, Hot Toys figures too. But if your yeah. complaint is that I can't walk into a store and buy a figure – which is a complaint i've made that complaint uh, i've complained in our text group many many Kyle times about the, oh about so many no things. way but oh, about <laughs> at, at target again and there's nothing here for me to buy i just want to spend my money and there's no toys but um you know if your issue is that you can't go buy a toy right now hot toys is not the answer like you're not going to get that right now either you're going to wait for forever you could order I mean, the black series stock, that yeah. isn't in the store off of a website and get it sooner than you're going to get yep. the hot toys figure so i get your com i get your complaint but that's not yeah. like josh was saying for a lot of reasons no that's not a solution to your problem
2: not yeah, saying I you shouldn't there's buy still hot toys. some questions on you know supply chain stuff yeah. is that still backed up is it Manufacturer backup where they didn't get the resources to to manufacture stuff. I don't know. I really don't know. The bottom line is supply right now is not meeting demand. I think that's fair to say in all regards with not at any hot, of the targets with, uh, within Wars. a twenty miles of my house, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean I can walk in and find a ton of He Man stuff on the pegs. Tons. 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 I can get a I mean, there Cringer might be slash
1: like, battle cat any any day of the week. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I might have, you know, it might be like eighteen Skeletors on yeah. <laughs> six pegs, but hey, at least it's there. It's filling the shelf. They should have uh, made some Cat. more Tila figures. She was the A little real interesting shark thing was there. Um, the shark thing. The la- whatever that land tank shark thing is with its purple and blue. Yeah, they had. I saw one of those the other day. Um, I have not seen Castle Skull though. No. No, that's the one I haven't seen yet. So it's green um, and it looks like a skull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last little bit of collecting news. We talked about it a little bit already. The R two D two Tamagotchi. You can pre order them now. Ooh. Entertainment Earth and you said Amazon as well, Josh.
3: Well, yeah, Amazon is like the the place to get it. Like Amazon is the, shipping, the main you retailer. Yeah, main retailer.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah um but those are available so if you want to relive the 90s i think i put the link it out doesn't. on facebook as well so the 90s can... were the
1: last great decade Ugh, i'm not i'm
2: not disagreeing They're, with that how music was better
1: T-
3: music tab was better. asked me do you do
2: you think they'll make an ap5
3: tamagotchi and i was like no no i do not think they that haven't <laughs> even made an ap5 action figure i don't think
2: <laughs> you might be able to find that one on the pegs though because people will be like <laughs> who Hell's AP5? I want oh, R2D2. She's like, What yeah. about
3: Chopper? And I was like, No, they probably will not make another one of these besides this. If they do, it'll be a baby Yoda, a Chewbacca, or maybe a C3PO.
1: There'll definitely be people who that. paint yeah. the R2D2 one to look like Chopper, though, and you'll be able to buy that on Etsy for $100.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or hey, I mean, I'll do it for $200. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does take, I, I, hey, I'll give credit to the makers. It does take them time to go in and you know, pay for materials and it's very and that popular stuff. TikTok so about totally, that right now. Totally get it. Yep. Totally get it. So um, but that was it for our news and notes this week. Let's dive in. We got a lot to to talk about here with our most recent episode of Bad Batch, episode fourteen, titled War Mantle. This was a freaking awesome episode. Yes
1: major rebound from episode 13 the stinker or whatever it was called yes war mantle was good we enjoyed it i did anyway i won't speak for you two but i think you did too um no
2: it's terrible entirely too much gregor not enough bad batch
1: fully agreed fully agree (laughs) um this was directed by Stuart lee if you do not know who that is this is your first episode listening to our show, uh, and it was written by Damani Johnson, and this is their first Star Wars Ooh. credit. Ooh. They got quite a few well, um, writing credits on other TV series: All Rise, Salvation, Major Crimes, Necessary Roughness. I don't know anything about any of those shows, but um,
2: you know, well they got some written. Damani Johnson, yeah,
1: well written. Way to way to come out of the gates and like really Swingin'. lead the pack. It's a good job. No doubts about it. Uh this episode starts out on planet Darrow, which is a forested rocky planet in the outer rim, as you may have heard from Goggles, aka Tech. Um AKA the nerd. Goggles. Nerdster, the worst are is it is he um unanimously the least favorite of the bad batch?
2: Besides Crosshair. <laughs> Because he's a bad guy? Or, yeah, I mean, crosshair in general. <laughs>
1: crosshair, I mean, I think I would put tech, at least crosshair is more interesting than tech. Whatever. He's my least favorite. I'll say that. Uh, the Galactic Empire keeps a secret military base within a mountain there. That's a very like fantasy trope to have a whatever fortress beneath base. the mountain. Um, Reminds me of the Gorax lair.
2: You, you're you a one trick pony over there. You really need to. to we have
3: plenty of tricks, <laughs> sir.
2: Wait, the. Im- The Empire has a secret base somewhere? What? Yeah. No. No way. Really? It's like one of their main
1: main things. There's some
2: Gomer pile here. Like,
1: surprise, surprise, surprise. Didn't they have a secret military base in a mountain in the Mandalorian? Like, there was a (laughs) whole episode about it. Uh, But despite data claiming that the planet had no settlements or installations, this base existed. True,
2: Wrong, sir. Wrong.
1: It's a complete lie. (laughs) Troopers were recruited and trained as part of Project War Mantle here at this secret base. That is the project where, or the initiative, if you will, to replace the clone army with conscripted human soldiers. It's also the name of this episode. Uh, Clone Gregor is being hunted through the forest by a pack of massifs and their trooper handlers, Uh, We don't know he's Gregor yet. We just know he's a clone. But um, Um, spoiler alert, five days after the episode aired and you're listening to a podcast about it, it's Gregor. (laughs) Uh, He is CC5579-39. He was a captain of the elite clone commando squad Foxtrot. And he crash landed on Abafar after the Battle of Sarish. Abafar is like a desert planet uh the crash caused him to suffer amnesia but he was rescued quote rescued by a solastin named borkus who
3: favorite species
1: yeah they're gross their heads are and faces are (laughs) gross and this one is particularly gross um he's he doesn't even keep up with himself he looks kind of greasy and slimy unkempt yeah and he forces gregor into indentured servitude is the nicest way to say it Mm -hmm. but when Colonel Mieber Gascon and the members of D squad, the droid squad crash land there on their mission, they meet up with him and help Gregor regain his memory. And he protects them in this firefight as they are escaping from the planet at the end of the episode. And I cannot believe I did not put the episode season and uh, episode number in here. I always do that. Fired. whatever i know it's Fired. it's d squad arc though <laughs> you love it or yeah. you hate it a lot of people hate it i think it's kind of fun but um this is where gregor gets blown up uh helping the d squad escape turns out he survived we find out in this episode or in real life we found out in rebels but um he did suffer some brain damage uh, and like I just said, he appears in Rebels on the planet Celos aboard a modified ATTE. We saw a bunch of those. In it's Atta. An ATTE? Yeah. Uh, we saw a at-tuh. bunch of those a few episodes prior on Ryloth, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, but he is there on Silos on with Rex and Wolf at that time. Still not sure how he got from here to there. Maybe we'll find out a couple more details. I think we're going to see Captain Rex again. Hopefully, he's going to come help break out Hunter. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I've um, got a-
3: the add to we're on uh, uh,
1: Rax's thing. Rax, wait. Did we go back to, yeah, we did go back to Rax's mm-hmm. again. You're right. Okay, yes. Thank you. Uh, I have a couple of details on Massifs as well. These are the Star Wars version of a dog that's chasing down Gregor. Uh, they are, rep- I guess I'm going to contradict myself right now because dogs aren't reptilian, but they were they were hunting them like a bloodhound. Uh, they're a reptilian species of dangerous hunters that are found on desert planets, including Tatooine and Geonosis. And I never think of Genosis as a desert planet the way that Tatooine is, but it definitely is. It's covered in sand and rocks, and there's no water.
2: It's more reddish, yeah. I think, yeah. like yeah. Mars. Yeah, it is dark, scape- like clay
1: yeah. or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It just looks different. But they're a squat quadru- quadruped with a row of spines along their humped back. I've never really noticed a humpback until I read that, but they definitely do have one. Um, and the size of their spines are used for defense, but they also – indicate its age. Um, do you know how else hmm. you can tell a massive's sage?
3: No. Count the rings.
1: Ah, yes. You cut it in half <laughs> and count the rings. Obviously. Um, <laughs> they have been domesticated for sentry and guard tasks. I have no idea what the difference is between being a sentry and a guard because I thought those were synonyms. Um, and clone trooper, Sergeant Hound used a trained massive named grizzer to track Ahsoka Tano after she escaped from the military base in the arc where she was accused of bombing uh, the Jedi temple. But it was really that traitor Beresofi.
3: Don't bring it up. Ooh. I know it's a touchy subject Too soon. for me. Too soon. It's a touchy mm-hmm. subject
1: for me. I don't like mm-hmm. it. Uh, they were also the familiars slash house pets slash hunting friends slash protectors of the Tuscans on Tatooine. Uh, we saw them. In those episodes with Cobb Vanth this season on The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, while he's fleeing these Mastiffs and clone troopers, Gregor plants a beacon on a log, some kind of underbrush, before he's eventually stunned and taken into custody. And did you guys notice that he got stunned, like, just his leg? And he was, his like, leg? dragging yeah. his one Local dead stun- leg? Uh, I, yeah he, he got uh, like uh, locally stunned in one limb I've never seen that before but here it is it's a thing it can happen we saw it on screen
4: mm-hmm. it's
1: canon it's canon now cut to the Havoc Marauder we've got Omega working on Gonky and she spies Hunter doing some like flippy knife moves and she tries to imitate him and in comes the call
0: hello boys sorry to cut right to it but I could use your help. What do you need, Captain? I received a distress signal from a clone trooper, but I'm a bit tied up at the moment to retrieve him. You want us to recover a reg? He's an old friend, and he's in trouble. I need you to get him out. Out of what, exactly? Can't talk right now. Sending you a signal. I'll be in touch. Dun, dun, dun. So but
2: this... this- Threw me back to, uh, threw me back to this. If you have a problem, Here we go, this no one guy. Else can help. And if you can find, maybe you too. can hire. I can't. The badge, the I can't. Badge. I can't not play it. When it, when they get the call, they I'm did get called in. This literally was the eighteen getting called in to uh, yeah, save the day. Literally getting called again. This, Love
1: it. This does bring up a question to me, and I mentioned this on our live stream. Uh, you gotta tune in to get these nuggets ahead of time. But so we know. Gregor crashed and was amnesia and working as like a cook slash dishwasher and sort of rescued or revived by meeber and the D squad. That's the only clone Wars episodes he appeared in. And then we know he shows up with Rex and Gregor and Wolf much later in rebels. So, so where did he and Rex meet each other, and what is their relationship, and, and how do they know each other? Because clearly Rex knows him now, after the em- Empire just became a thing, the Republic just fell, however you want to say that. Um, so what I, I'd love to know how their relationship originated. Obviously, they're pretty close, because Rex is calling in favors to get him rescued, and they end up uh, being roommates later. On the at with Wolf. So I would like to hear that story someday.
4: Yep.
1: So,
2: yeah, Uh, we we do get um, a little bit, you know, after that, we do find out, you know, we do find out that it's Gregor. We do get the CC number Mm -hmm. um, and they kind of start looking into it. And this is where we get into this discussion about what they should or should not do. Um, and here's uh, a little bit of real quick
1: before we play it did either of you know just from hearing cc5576 that that was gregor off the top of your head me i knew you would you nerd
2: me just i didn't when he he was running through the the forest because it like that's just a clone and clone millions of clones and i'm like okay you really couldn't get much from that uh, but when they, they gave the call number, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, there we go." I was like, "There's there's one of them. I need Wolf now." I'll admit I recognized the number, but I had to Google it. I did not know that that's yeah. what it was. Um, but yeah, so we get we get into this discussion about should we go help him yeah. or should we Let's not hear help him? Wrecker agree with everyone, and, uh, please. <laughs> we get Wrecker's worst debate team. Yeah, person he's not good ever. at this. But bless his heart,
0: Rick's wouldn't ask us for help if it wasn't urgent. Urgent. Echo's got a point. May I remind you that we are in the middle of a job for Sid. If we deviate, we will not be compensated. No money means no food. Oh, yeah. That's got a point. Oh, yeah. But Rex's friend is in trouble. That's more important than getting paid. Well, the kid's got a point.
2: <laughs> Hunter's thinking right now. The wheels are yeah. turning. He's like, hmm. Fine.
0: We'll check things out. I don't like it. Oh jeez.
1: God love Hunter and, and I hate to talk bad about him because he does like a real gangster move at the end of this episode but like I am sick of you saying we are not going to go help people. Uh okay, fine. Let's go help need people. To go. Like you do it every time, man. <laughs> Just like let's cut the bull crap. Let's get down to business. I am sick of the charade. Enough's enough. Yeah. yeah. And is sort of like he's sort of like my dog who like is not contributing anything at all, but just wants to be involved all the time. Just following you around. He's like, yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. Like, thanks. Thanks for being here, bud.
2: He's kind of like, uh, (laughs) he's kind of like Ralph Wiggum from Simpsons. He's just there. Just happy (laughs) to be a part of the team. Happy to be a part (laughs) of things. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, so, um, Fox truck, Fox Trot Group was Ooh, part of the 212th. I almost to censor that. I know. Was, um, was part of the 212th uh, Battalion, which was under Cody. Cody, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. if he's under Cody, he's going to have interactions with Rex, I'm, I'm guessing, because of the amount of time that the 501st and the 212th yeah, that's, spent together. that's fair to yeah.
1: assume. Yep. Okay. I did not and know they, that. I know
3: that they were both at the Battle of Christophsis as, as well.
1: Well, if they had incorporated the Crystal Crisis into season seven, wasn't that on Christophsis, or did I make that up?
4: Mm, everybody's looking at I'm me sure. like
1: I'm an idiot, so I probably made it up. <laughs> um but then we are back on Camino to check in with everybody's favorite turd rampart and I guess another turd this, crosshair. But yeah.
2: This this was interesting.
0: The operation is ahead of schedule. Good. Ensure every viable clone is mobilized. And the Kamenowans? We have our orders. Keep an eye on them until the time is
2: right. Super interesting dialogue there. Uh, The operation is ahead of schedule. I want... All available clones mobilized. But if you're phasing them out and putting in regular people in, mm-hmm. in TKs, where are you mobilizing the clones to? The prison
1: camps, Justin. Mm. <laughs> the slave mines, mm. the like whatever horrible place you can imagine. Yeah, and I don't know. The Crystal Crisis took place on Utapon, not christoph's my bad
2: okay good job um with the google machine
1: yeah i <laughs> i it was gonna bother me if i didn't know
2: yeah i gotcha i gotcha and then we yeah, get um,
1: nala say with the young tykes we've got a recording of that too right the mini clones not that one no. no well she's walking down the hallway with the uh sorry the, no it's okay yeah Uh, with the young clones they all look like boba fett from clone wars every one of them there's a whole little crew and the the innocent little boy clone is asking if they'll still get to be soldiers and nala says of course that's what you were made for Mm -hmm. um and she's kind of ushering them along it seems to me like she's trying to smuggle them out um but i'm it's not clear what happened it's not clear to me anyway what happened with those clones after yeah. that point because this is when Lama Sue and Nala say kind of tuck away into a a side room and and she hears that the their contract's been cancelled
0: yeah the Empire has cancelled all of our contracts. Our success with the Clone Army is known, Galaxy. She doesn't wide. get it yet. Surely we will find other clients who value our scientific advancement. The Empire is not like the Republic. We have empowered them to our own detriment. He gets it. I fear they Bro. will destroy us <laughs> rather than allow this operation to continue. Big we guess. must leave to ensure our survival. Gather those essential. I will arrange for our departure.
4: Yes, Prime Minister.
2: I love how they talk too. It's just like long and drawn out and slow and. It's kind of soothing even when it's horrifying. Like, they're going
1: to murder us all because we're a threat to them. Oh, Mm -hmm. we need to focus on the positives though. What's that?
3: Omega will be able to have her promise the promise made to her kept. she's not gonna have to go to uh Camino
1: uh, when it gets Operation cindered right <laughs> when they destroy yeah, the whole thing the yep. yeah yeah one the one, he, uh, the, one uh, the one promise that hunter has ever kept that'll
2: be the one <laughs> yeah he hit the nail on the head though he's like we've empowered them to our own detriment basically we've oh yeah he basically <laughs> we created said an army for we them have to, a like yeah. Yeah, we screwed this <laughs> yep. up big time. We, we, uh,
1: we empowered the wrong side here. Not that there was a right yeah. side, really, but that was sort of the whole plan of the guy in charge.
4: Yep.
1: Yeah, they yep. screwed up. And now that they are the people who made the army that helped the Empire win the war to become the Empire, now we got to take you out because you can't make another empire or another army to help somebody else become the Empire. That would... yep against the whole belief system of palpatine. Yep. Yep, they're in a right they're in a really really bad situation there. But we're back on the Havoc Marauder and we're descending into Duro's Daro's atmosphere. Sorry. It's not a blue-skinned alien. It's a planet. Planet. <laughs> the
2: giant head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hunter's still skeptical. He's like, oh, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." And, and Echo says Rex trusts him and I trust Rex, so uh, we got to go do this. And Tech uses a device to home in on the beacon that, that Gregor planted at the very beginning. Omega finds it under a plant, looks like a fern to me. And Hunter uses his tracking skills, which when I saw him do that, I'm like, oh yeah, that's his ability We've never really seen him do that that much. There was the episode with the lizard that wanted to eat the light or whatever where Omega had to go get the part for the ship uh, and he, he kind of hunted and tracked in that, but he doesn't do it a lot otherwise, right?
3: No. This always makes me think of Wolverine in the X-Men animated series, though.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a... It
2: was over that way because I, hey, s- I can smell things, bub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta throw a bub in there.
1: Yeah, it made me think a little bit of um, Willem Dafoe in in um yeah, what's that dang movie called? Uh, Boondock Saints, where he's where he can oh, just see the scene and he knows everything that happened. Yeah. He's like, There was a firefight. Yeah. It's like, oh, he got drug over here, <laughs> and then they went over there, and then there was he was getting hunted by massifs I'm like, okay, cool. Hunter. You got all these skills. You never used them, but two times the whole series. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. Got a long so, recharge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, build up enough uh, hit points to balance out his superpower or whatever. However, that works right. in the video game world. He didn't charge his alt. Uh, yeah. So he's he's tracking now for the second time in the season, and they uh, track where Gregor was taken up to the mountain, and they realize that there's something inside the mountain. Or at least Hunter does. He uses his mad tracker skills to realize that that's no mountain. And Tech agrees because something is... What is it? A subterranean base? Is it a monster or something (laughs) really big? (laughs) I wish I could mute you. But Tech agrees that there must be something going on because they're... There's something jamming their scanners and Wrecker, of course, like, well, I thought you said there was nothing here. And like, well, yeah, they're jamming the scanners. That's how jamming scanners works. Mm -hmm. Um, So Hunter sends Omega and Wrecker back to the ship. They're the, quote, reinforcements. And the rest of them, that'd be Echo, Tech, and Hunter, go further up the mountain to investigate, see what's going on. So they get up to the ridge there. And I think we got a little bit of audio here about what Mm -hmm. they see.
0: I'm cloaking a couple of Commandos, and squads of clone troopers. And they've updated their armor. Let me see. The mountain's natural composition makes this base well fortified, and nearly impenetrable. This is no longer just a simple extraction. Let's get back to the Marauder and leave wood for Rick's. But what about the mission? We do not know for certain if CC 5576 is even in there or if he is still alive. We'd be going in blind without any reinforcements. You did that on Skeko Minor when you rescued me. I'd still be trapped in that place if you hadn't. If there's a chance that trooper's being held against his will, we have to try to get him out.
1: Ooh. I'm glad they finally went there with with um, with Echo. This is like... Mm-hmm about time yeah he's clearly experienced this like serious serious trauma he was rescued by this people that he's now a part of their squad and in fights alongside every day and this has never really come up too much and i think it's when he said we've got to complete this mission for rex um I uh, I immediately thought like of course Echo is so loyal to Rex. Rex saved him on Skako Minor with these guys and and then to hear him verbalize that I I was really happy. I'm I'm glad they they made a point of it and I'm I'm glad we're we're drawing attention to the fact that that would be a sensitive subject for Echo like a, another trooper being in that situation, he wouldn't want to just leave them. He wouldn't be able to do that. Right. I I, yeah. um, I appreciate that they did that.
2: So, I did not appreciate Tech's analysis of the impenetrable fortress, considering there's a giant hole that you can fly right down in yeah. to get in there. If only like, in the Star Wars universe doing? there
1: was some kind of like... Think of like a backpack that could also help you fly... You know, like in and out of tight spaces. That'd be really useful in a situation like this. Right. Uh but we get back to so they 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 scouted out the the subterranean layer there down in the mountain and they're calling back to Omega and Wrecker who are playing some kind of it looked like dominoes to me, but they're playing some kind of game on on the ship and they get a message from Hunter uh, ask if he f- if he's found the reg and they haven't found him yet but they found an imperial base built into the mountain and they're going in uh, mega wants to come of course it's like her thing she always wants to be involved but sh- the hunter orders them to stay aboard the ship with wrecker and serve as backup hunter warns them that the, the comms will be jammed once they're inside so they've got to stay alert um, you know we already know that they were jamming signals Mm-hmm. So Tech says he needs to tap into the central database to locate CC five five seven six. I personally thought this was weird. I'm like, why is Tech going to do that? That's been a thing that Echo has done the whole season. He's used his bionic arm to scomp into all the interfaces. So why is it now Tech's job? Um, but mm-hmm. you know, turns out in just a few minutes, Echo does it. So there we go. Echo suggests that they sneak in through the elevator shaft and the three three clones jump on top of one of the turbo lifts. That's Star Wars for elevator. And they enter the base just the way they planned. It was actually pretty simple. Getting in was not hard. Getting out much more difficult. But nearly impenetrable. Yeah. Uh, Not impenetrable. Inescapable, maybe. Mm -hmm. Not that hard to get in, though. Uh, So once we get down there, Echo does use his cybernetic arm to scomp into the terminal and finds there's some new encryption. And this is where uh, I notice that clearly the Empire is phasing out the clone army and all the old protocols. They're ushering in this whole new situation just to avoid these exact kind of things. And also, what was Tech talking about? He needed to tap into the central database. Uh, Echo did it. Whatever. So let's hear about the muster report.
0: This doesn't make any sense. The muster report lists 50 clone commandos and a thousand TK troopers. TK trooper? I'm not familiar with that designation. How much longer? Almost got it. Found it. Cell block 25. Four levels down.
1: Boom. There he is. So if you're in the know, the TK designation, uh that's the changeover from clone troopers to the stormtroopers that we know about from the original trilogy. Those are all TK dash number, 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 number troopers. Not all of them. Uh, snow troopers, scout troopers. Some of the specialty ones have, uh, TSs and T other things, but your standard infantry trooper, uh, stormtrooper from the original trilogy is a TK trooper. And of course the, uh, clone troopers are all the C letter designations. I, the one other thing I have about this is that I could not find anywhere where there's an official, like, in-universe canon explanation for what TK stands for. But like Justin mentioned on the live stream, I think uh, Trooper core is what a lot of people accept as the designation with core being, like, the German, I think, uh, spelling with the K.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It's wild that something that has existed since the first movie uh-huh. doesn't have any sort of because Star Wars is like famous for like oh there's a side story about Vader's lost glove
1: yeah, Like everything
3: what are we what are we doing here come on we need yeah. a, we, maybe maybe this will lead to a finally lead to a definition maybe finally that's what we're Dave gonna put get it in here. And he's like, yeah.
1: we gotta, we gotta really close this loop here, guys. We called Han Solo, TK, whatever, 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 up in A New Hope, and we've got nothing here forty years later, right? Um, I, I do love the little the the. This is just another one of
3: those little pieces of world building, and i f- I finally kind of wrapped my head around why I've always I've always thought like, what is the per- what is the benefit of going from like these specially trained troops that are completely loyal to like regular people? And I think, like, it must have to do with the, like, creating loyalty and buy-in throughout the galaxy. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're, if people you know or people that are in your family. Everybody's got a cousin or somebody that's a
1: stormtrooper.
3: Yeah. It's kind of like in the real world where, like, everyone, like it doesn't matter like what side of the alley you're on. It's like, you got to be careful what
1: you say about the troops. Like, well, yeah, everybody knows somebody that was in the military too, probably, or has some kind of relationship with a friend or a relative. Uh, I think of it a little more cynically because I think they can get just like essentially an infinite amount of cannon fodder for much cheaper, much faster.
3: Well, I think, I mean, I think it's both of those things. Yes.
1: Yeah. But that is a good point. You're, Pulling troops from every planet across your empire would create like some kind of cohesion, and you'd have mm-hmm. people galaxy wide.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so there we go. There's one more instance of the change from the Clone Wars era to the original trilogy era. Um, the Galactic Empire which we all kind of know about, but these are all little tiny details that we're really into. Probably if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, you're probably into it too. But here we get Gregor in his cell. He's demanding for some food. Uh, he he seems like kind of okay with being locked up. We find out here in a little bit that this is at least the second time he's been locked up because he escaped once. Uh, the guard calls him a traitor and Gregor just being kind of like, cheeky or whatever reminds him that he's it's captain trader
2: uh and to, to call him insignificant plebe yeah I mean, like what that. he calls him it's like insignificant plebe and right right then
1: on cue pretty much the bad batch arrive and knock out the guard and they ask if he is cc5576 and they say that rex sent him and as soon as he hears that rex sent him gregor tells the clones that his name is gregor and says let's get out of here so tech redirects the troopers um, to try to create a path to the turbo lifts so they can escape because their way is blocked. And then I think we've got the audio after that.
0: They're gathered for inspection. There's no way past them. But we can't reach the lifts, so we can't get out of here. I can redirect them. He thinks. <laughs> I'm like that. I take it your CCs like me. CT clone 99.
1: commanders, clone troopers, CDs. clones. Letters mean <laughs> things.
0: If you ask me, it's the ones who want to stay here who are really defective. What was your assignment? I was an instructor. Hmm. What's Ooh. going on, Tech? It's called a clack. sixteen to redirect their forces. I don't know what happened. Clone codes don't work here. You just triggered a security alert. Don't,
1: oh. oh. go, Tech. Yep, triggered a security alert. Smooth. Again, another example of the clones being rapidly phased out. Uh, we're moving in another direction, and um, right then and there, they're attacked by some stormtroopers, and there's a major shootout. All,
2: all yeah. about. Yep. And uh, we've got a couple chase scenes that come up with some good dialogue here. So uh, let's uh, let's roll that beautiful bean footage.
0: This. <laughs> yes. These are not clone troopers. Takes the helmet (laughs) off. I've been trying to tell you. Not a brother. These are our replacements. If you can believe that. Are you sure you know where you're going? Hey, I'm the one who escaped here before. And you were captured after I. After I got out. out, Got out. You said you trained these guys. I didn't teach them everything. I wouldn't be very smart, would it?
2: Gregor's, no, obviously got a, I cut a, <laughs>
1: Gregor's got a bad rap. People call him crazy. I've heard people on this very show call him crazy. But like, I'm not going to teach my replacements everything I know. Right. Uh, that's not crazy. That's pretty smart. Yeah. And also, I broke out of prison. That means I know how to break out of prison, even if they caught me after I was out. Solid point. I I don't mm-hmm. He might have knocked a couple screws loose, but he's still got some things going on there.
2: There's a lot of back and forth blaster going on in there, and I yeah, cut yeah, a little yeah. bit of that out just Lots to kind of of shoot it up. up for you. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, you mean the stun setting on those blasters? Yeah, Make sure yeah. to point Some. that out because even <laughs> though we know they're TKS now and they're not clones, we're still uh, we're still being gentle I think it's, it's
1: crap. But it's really weird um, too because they're definitely shooting. The TK troopers are definitely shooting back uh, full mm-hmm. on blasters. They're shooting to kill. Yep. So, I don't know Correct. why we're going stunners back at him, just like Stone Cold. And then... Um, Throw up the graphic. Yeah. <laughs> to, you got to tune into the live live stream to actually see Stone Cold doing the stunner on the rock. Uh, but also, when Wrecker and Omega show up to, to be their evac here in a few minutes, Wrecker busts out of the side door <laughs> with a full-on like heavy gun <laughs> shooting to kill, too. So... Like I don't imagine that that automatic machine bl- gun blaster has a stun setting, but if it did, he <laughs> was not
2: using it. That's for no. sure. Yeah, it was uh, the uh, the Danny DeVito meme to me. Where so anyway, I, just <laughs> I started came out blasting. Blast it. Yeah, <laughs> I came out blasting. <laughs> Records like I don't care.
3: <laughs> also, just very quickly wanted to point out that the music during the rescue, and this is the same as the music during the rescue of Princess Leia. Uh, on the Death Star, when Gorgeous. like running through the Death Star, it's the same.
1: Uh, while we're speaking of that, another thing I noticed in the changeover to the Empire is all of the architecture, the walls. You get those like tall oval, whatever the slots with the rounded tops and bottoms that are on every wall in every like Imperial building in the original yeah. trilogy, um, all over the inside of this place too. But we reach a lift to um take us up to the top because the only way out is up, as Gregor said during one of those chases. Uh they use an access code that they grabbed off one of the troopers that they took out, and they're going up to the top. Uh Gregor explains that the clone troopers were soldiers of the republic that were soldiers of a republic that no longer exist, and these new recruits come from all over the galaxy. Uh like Josh was saying, probably get some buy-in from all the people far and wide. He says they're not as skilled, but there's an endless supply of them. Uh, this is lots of examples in this episode of stormtroopers suck, clone troopers are good. Uh, mm-hmm. He just tells you right here, they're not as skilled, they're just um, a sea of meat, basically. And Hunter says that numbers aren't everything which is a gag because right then the doors open up and there are a ton of stormtroopers and they're like, Oh crap. We got to get out of here. Slam the doors back shut uh, because they were confronted by yes. uh, Scorch who shows up right there. I think I've got some notes on Scorch here. Yeah. In just a minute. Sorry. We'll get to him, but that's where he shows Mm -hmm. up. We get him right there face to face. Uh, So they're on the run. They're going to take a detour. Back on the Havoc Marauder, Wrecker is like kicked back in the co-pilot chair and Omega is pacing back and forth. She's super nervous. Hugging
2: hugging Lula.
1: Yeah. She's like, how can you be so calm? How can you stay so relaxed? Whatever. And he's like, ah, you know, I'm charging up before I charge in. That's a, (laughs) I love that for Wrecker. That's a a pretty well thought out strategy for him more than Mm -hmm. really anything else we've seen out of Wrecker. Um Charge up before you charge in. I like it. Something to think about. Not the worst advice you've ever heard. Uh, Omega's worried. They haven't heard anything from the rest of the squad. Something may have gone wrong. That's her uh, way, kind of. She always wants to be involved, and when she's not involved, she's worried that something bad is happening. But usually something bad is happening, so I guess it's not totally unwarranted. The rest of the Bad Batch are with Gregor, and they're battling it out with these stormtroopers. That's sort of... Just the status quo in this underground bunker they're in. Uh, tech and the others stun, clone, commando, scorch. Uh, it took it took a lot of many shots. many stuns, <sighs> oh. many 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 stuns. So many. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was he l- had that nice little maneuver around the elevator and the pillar of the wall because the windows yeah, are like, yeah, open. Yeah. He like. I don't even know how he just like kind of went out the elevator around the pillar and like came around the corner on him.
1: He was definitely a mini boss. He was for sure. Yeah, for sure. A a formidable opponent, but it was like the, it was like the Gungans trying to take down general Grievous. It just more and more and more and more and more. He would not go down. But Scorch Mm -hmm. is RC one, two, six, two. He's part of Delta squad. Not to be confused with domino squad or D squad. Um, he was also involved in training the first generation of non clone stormtroopers. We can see him in clone wars season three, episode 14. See, this is how I usually do this. It's right here. I already have the episode. I don't Top know buddy. why I didn't do it the other two times. Uh, season three, episode 14, which is of the mist, which is, um, on Dothamir, I think Sounds uh, yeah, like it, it has to be witches of the mist. Yeah. So there we go. We got Scorch. He's down for the count now though. Still stunned. Mm -hmm. Many stunned. So probably going to be out for a long time, but he was stunned. Gregor was wounded. Uh, He got shot right in the chest. It looked like to me, Uh, but he downplays it. He says, you know, I got blown up once. This is nothing. So that, uh, that time he got blown up was what I was talking about before when he helped, uh, D squad, not Delta squad or Domino squad, but D squad get, uh, I know it's very confusing. Yeah, there's people. a lot of there's a lot of D's, lot of D's there, d, there, but he d, helped him escape squads. But D's don't, D, don't don't make me there. edit you out of this uh, this part of the conversation, Josh. <laughs> uh,
3: I could not address it.
1: Yeah, it was right there. It was right there. It was low hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, Gregor, Echo, Tech, and Hunter are sheltering in some kind of control room. They disabled the doors controls which i saw somebody ask a funny question on twitter today does does shooting the control panel for a door make it open or close or just okay. freeze in place the correct answer is I yes think it's- <laughs> it does do those things <laughs> well, uh but they're they're like what are we going to do there's stormtroopers everywhere and uh hunter says the imperials have blocked off all the entries to the main ring, which I'm assuming means like the central area where they're trying to get to get out. And, uh, they notice there's a access hatch on the wall. They're going to do it like John McClane and die hard. And they're going to c- crawl through the, the service vents. Um, they're going to follow the reactor conduit to the exhaust point and call for their evac there. So, we get like almost nothing of them walking through there and Omega and Wrecker get a call from Hunter saying they found the target being Gregor slash the reg, but they need a pick up because they ran into some trouble. That's a little bit of an understatement. They ran into a lot da of trouble. reg, da reg. Hm. We're getting ready for the, um, when we're, uh, the batch next, next season. <laughs> and, uh, Wrecker and Omega immediately lift off to go, uh, catch their peeps. We see the stormtroopers bust into that room where they were hiding out and and they immediately realize that the clones escaped through the reactor exhaust um, port through that uh, whatever that maintenance catwalk thing is there. I felt like they could have done a better job of covering their tracks. They just like blew up a hole in the wall and left it there. They could have at least tried to like. Make it harder to figure that way. out, but they they didn't do that. Sure? Yeah, especially like one <laughs> of you has a magic sonic screwdriver on your wrist and you couldn't just like yeah. unscrew the grate and put it back on. Whatever. Something to think about next time. Uh the but they they figured it out right away. So they're immediately on the chase. The the V Wings and the gunships are taken off. Um they're they're in hot pursuit. Uh the Bad Batch with Gregor reached the port on uh, the side of the mountain, the exhaust port there. It's just a hole in the side of the mountain. Uh, I thought it was funny because Gregor immediately comments that like, he's happy. They're not going down that way. And that somebody's come pick them up knowing that Hunter is about to fall down from that exact height that they're at. (laughs) Um, we get the uh, L A A T gunships and the V Wing starfighters are conver- lat the lat the lat that sounds like something like a like a choking goat would say like a lat, lat- the lat gunships and the V Wing starfighters are converging on the uh, the havoc Marauder as it's coming to pick them up. We're we're getting a, we're about to get a big fight here, and that's the where we wings
2: are totally totally precursors to Tie Fighters
1: big time. Those are so the, many
2: of those shots looked almost like Tie Fighters, especially the they're from they're the rear setup.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and they sound like them too. And I'll tell you why: mm-hmm. the Alpha Three Nimbus Class V Wing Starfighter, which was manufactured by the Kuat System Engineering, who made the Jedi Starfighters, uh, they're agile and fast with a top speed of fifty-two thousand kilometers per hour. That's very fast. Very, very fast. Um, Probably some of the fastest ships you've ever seen. Cutting edge tech was used to give the V-Wing maneuverability. They had two vertically placed twin ion engine thrusters. So these are not only Mm. physically uh, similar to the TIE Fighters, but mechanically these are the precursors to the TIE Fighter. Uh, they are too compact to hold a hyperdrive. They, much like the Tie Fighter, also does not hold a mm-hmm. hyperdrive. So, boom, much in common.
3: It's interesting though; they're they're the precursor, but they're not made by the same manufacturer.
1: Well, yeah, because the um, these Kuat System Engineering people are about to lose their contract right after they they. Dot the I's and cross the T's on closing this Camino contract, I imagine. That's my guess, anyway. <laughs> <Cleaning> anyway. <fired. laughs> yeah. Like, cleaning house. Got to go find some new well. low bidders who do not pose yep. a threat to us. Yep. So the Bad Batch are under attack from all sides. Uh, a wrecker is getting omega to pull closer to the the reactor exhaust so so their uh, companions can jump on he's extending the ramp and he's like i said earlier busting out the heavy gun to try to clear clear the path and um
2: it was a gr- it was a great shot because tech was like shooting yeah. and then all of a sudden he moves out of the way and there's record he's just <laughs> Yeah, pop, 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 and just starts mowing troops down. Yeah,
1: it was. I mean, again, that's the bad batch operating um, like a well-oiled machine. You like to see it. Yeah. Yep. And they definitely knew what the others were going to do. What do you got, Josh?
3: So I just this cracks me up. So you know the other thing that the that the what's the name of the fighter?
1: The, the V-wing fighter
3: we were just talking about.
0: The the v, v, yeah, the V. The v- so wing. the
3: V-wing kind of looks like an A-wing too, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Signar, uh, Fleet Systems actually uh, poached. That Signar Fleet Systems is who made the Tie Fighter. Okay. And they poached a bunch of people from Kuat Systems Engineering.
1: There you go. See, it happens all the time in the tech industry. You, I mean, you're gonna. Poach some of the literally best literally from the competitor. Signer acquired key assets
3: and engineers formerly employed by Kuat, which ultimately led to the creation of the Tie line of Starfighters.
1: Huh? Where is yeah. where? What's the source on this? Like, where where did this information come from? What book is it in? I'm assuming. Do do do. Please hold. Ultimate me. Star Wars. So that's just huh. some background some kind of guides uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Interesting. That is cool, though. So it like. That explains how it happened. They stole them. They manufactured their own thing with the same tech.
3: Hmm. They also made the... the uh, Kuat also made the fire spray. 31 class patrol and attack Ooh. craft.
1: Crowd favorite. Yep. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Those V-Wings <laughs> you just mentioned were attacking the uh, Havoc Marauder, so they could not finish the extraction. They were sitting ducks. We got... Gregor and tech on board, but Hunter and echo are still on the landing, battling all those troopers that are trying to come get them. Um, Omega has to like, make some kind of evasive maneuvers and, uh, Hunter and echo are stuck, but Omega and wrecker are up in the, up in the, Havoc Marauder and, and Echo is now uh, flying and uh, they're fighting these V-Wings up in the sky. Wrecker takes out a couple and they're going to loop back around to uh, get to Hunter and, and Echo. But the um, the ship gets damaged. The shield generator's damaged. They can't take another hit. And this is where Omega tells Gonky that they need him. Finally, we get to see a power droid like... Do, do power, power droid, things. droid things yeah it gets to <laughs> do power good job way to use your power he was already like walking up there too. He, was he was ready like, he's like yeah Yo, you Gong. need power Gong. i'm here he's i'm a I'm power yeah this yeah, is my like, one I'm play ready. yeah so she plugs him in <laughs> and it works like a charm i gotta say for a power droid that is defective he charged that sucker right up and they were they were good to mm-hmm. go um so text piloting they're circling back to the base Wrecker takes out some more V wings. They get there. They drop the ramp. Echo jumps on and uh, more V wings are coming in. So they got to they got to like maneuver away to make sure they get shot. And as Hunter's trying to jump on, he kind of barely catches it with the end of his foot and he falls right off. Uh, I was pretty shocked to see it. You don't think that uh, the de facto leader slash father figure of the adopted child is going down but there he goes and he uses his magic knife that somebody called it in the live show to slow him down on the way down. Uh, It must've worked because he lands and he's kind of like knocked silly for a second, but he's okay. Uh, Omega screams. Of course, her like father figure is falling presumably to his death. Um, Gonky short circuits. He's out. He's down for the count too. Multiple systems in the ship are failing. Uh, it's not looking good for our protagonists
2: here. Feeling doomed at this point. Yes. No hope. We're doomed. <laughs> yes.
1: All right. All right, Situation 3PO.
2: has gotten dire
1: here. Um, S- situation normal. Yeah. All fudged uh-huh. up. And on the forest floor, we get all the lat gunships, land near Hunter as he slowly rises to his feet, tucks his magic knife back into his wrist holster, Uh, sheath is probably what it's called. Mm. And Hunter realizes- Palpatine. Into his sheath Palpatine that he keeps on his wrist there for his vibroblade. And he realizes there's way too many of them. The ship's in too bad a shape. Uh, And he tells the rest of the squad to leave him. And he'll find another way out, which is just like a thing you say
2: because he knows good and well he's not getting out. Mm -hmm. It was a cool shot, too, because he's, for a minute there, he's like unconscious or at least face down. And you see like the LAT ship land Mm -hmm. in the back and kind of the troops getting out. And it was just a really cool camera perspective. Yeah, with all but, with um, all the
1: action in the background and he's mostly yeah. still in the foreground. Uh he definitely got his bell rung though, that's for sure. He, oh, yeah. he seemed to pop up and be okay. But and I will say before we play the clip, Hunter calls to the ship and everybody's like no one's like, oh you survived falling from the height of a mountain <laughs> out of the side of a starship to the ground. And now you're you know, calling us. Was like, they were just like, Hunter, let's argue about that. You're still <laughs> yeah, alive? Yeah, nobody, man? nobody. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> moving on. Maybe they didn't okay. have
2: time in that. I, that yeah, I mean, there was like a lot happening. It, I would guess. But like,
1: but I would have been They know what they're dealing surprised. with. Yeah, they, there was no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, that, yeah. that must be it.
2: Um, but after his call back to the ship and after he says, hey, no, you you need to go ahead and get on out of here. I'll be all right. You, this is uh, kind of heartbreaking.
4: No! Turn around! We have to go back for him! Hunter, tell them to come back! Order them to come back!
0: Sorry, kid. I can't do that.
1: Oh, That's tough. That, great delivery. Ooh, by, yeah. What's the voice You're actor's name for like, Omega?
2: No, I don't want you to leave.
1: Don't leave me. I can't remember yeah. her name off the top of my head, but that was so. killer delivery on her part.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can see Scorch in the background as he's coming Yeah, up. he's there.
1: The, ever the ever the Stormtrooper sympathizer over here, Justin.
2: Very on brand for him. But yes, <laughs> I'm, he's there. I'm just happy to see Scorch more than just the one Clone Wars episode. He finally got a little bit more. This is the second appearance of Scorch. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, Hunter's there. He's getting stared down by three whole gunships full of troops and some... Space dogs, and it's not looking good for him. So you you pretty mm-hmm. much see the situation that Hunter's in. We cut back to uh, to Poca City with Rampart and and Lamasu, and nothing good going for them either, frankly.
0: Admiral, what can I do for you? I am disappointed, Prime Minister. You promised the Empire your full cooperation. That is what I have given. Hmm. A disturbing matter has been brought to my attention. Your chief scientist was gathering medical personnel say. to flee Camino. This is most surprising. Deny till you really die. Good policy. I will ensure a proper punishment. While I never found your clone troopers to be overly impressive, I do believe you will be of great service to the Empire. A scientist I have use for. A politician. I do not. Same. I'm afraid your services are no longer needed. Ooh. Now
1: that's rough. It, that's rough, especially yeah. for uh for Lama Su. That's uh that's not yeah. good for him. No.
3: What do you think their empire has um used for a scientist for?
1: Well, I'm assuming some some dark science. Dark science. Cloning.
2: Ah.
3: I, good. Can I Can I share with you a wild theory I sure. heard on the Let's internet?
2: It. Uh-oh. On the interwebs?
3: On the internet. So, okay. We know that this is probably leading to connecting Palpatine, cloning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, the Empire is taking a cloner.
1: Slash whatever they were doing with Grogu. Yeah.
3: yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. is also connected probably to Palpatine. Because I think thing. they're trying to figure out how to make a clone force-sensitive. And so that leads into, you know, Ray being a Palpatine. She is kind of like... I thought she was a Skywalker. Moving on. Well, go, you know, go, uh, she, <laughs> she is like half Palpatine clone and half regular person by like her bloodline, right? So her dad was a mm-hmm. clone and her mom is a pers- regular person. And uh hold so, on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. Is this is this your theory, or this is part of the internet theory with the Ray stuff? This is the internet theory because the okay. the internet thinks Palpatine was already cloned when he was knocking up. Uh, I don't know, space ladies. Somebody. Yeah the the
3: the we that's something that is canon that Ray's father was in like a unremarkable clone like a un like a a clone that didn't take like the force whatever right yeah that's just like that's a regular known.
4: dude
1: it is known yeah. that he was a that her dad was a that clone yeah yeah how is he I rem- a clone i, I, know I thought that. her dad was palpatine's son
2: no that's no but he, he he's a clone we views him as a son but it's his clone what is that yeah. from Star Wars, uh, okay,
3: so <laughs> maybe you've heard of it, so
2: all right, so where are we going with this theory?
3: Okay, so the theory states that um Ray is like bloodline wise is like half clone and half regular person, and that is like the key that somehow she holds the key to like that or that arrangement of like partially f- clone and partially not clone is the only way to get like there's some secret to getting. Um, force sensitivity in a clone by mixing it that way because clones on their own supposedly cannot become force sensitive so there has to be some sort of like blood mixing in that way mm. and so the theory is that using that as a basis and the fact that Omega is blonde at, which would 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 then uh, indicate that she is not a complete clone of jango fett and that she is partially jango fett and partially anakin skywalker because anakin's blood might have been on might have been able to be taken on kamino at some point when he was there hmm. i said crazy theory
2: that's yeah that's that's a big one
3: well, and that also like people that think that um omega is force sensitive you know you have to that's part of it too and like that That that's her special thing
1: i i'm not yeah. in the camp that omega is force sensitive personally but also mm. this is the first i learned that uh ray's dad was a clone of uh sidious and not just his son yep.
3: Ray's father was a clone son, a bioengineered stand cast of Darth City as a human male said lord, blah blah blah
1: blah. Yeah, I, I looked that up too. I just I apparently whatever wherever they talked about that, I did not read that book. So No. Yeah,
3: he was a stable he was a stable host, but he wasn't um didn't have the connection to the force.
1: I knew, I mean, hmm. they established that he wasn't force sensitive, but hmm. Where did they talk about all that stuff? Like what Novel was that in? Do you know? Or was it in a comic series?
2: Uh, no, I do not know. I don't, no one knows. I don't remember where I read that. I, I remember reading the same thing, though, or seeing the same thing, hmm. though, somewhere. I don't remember where. Huh. So do we. So do you think. Skywalker, A
3: Family at War?
2: Yeah, I definitely haven't read That's, that. Right. That's like new, isn't it?
3: Yeah. No, we, yeah, this is definitely something that like came out after um, Rise of Skywalker Yeah. oh and then some yeah. of it is in Rise of Skywalker expanded edition uh, the book too
4: mm. Mm.
1: well that's that's uh, not not to like take a left turn but this is about the end of the episode we get two elite squad troopers come in and arrest Lama Sue and we cut to Hunter locked in his cell on Darrow and he gets a little greeting from Crosshair and then roll credits
2: do you, do you think Lamasu was arrested, or do you think they capped Lamasu?
1: Capped.
2: I think they're... I think they capped Lamasu. I think
1: they're going to kill him. I don't think he's dead yet.
2: I, I just... They all left, and Nobody. another clone trooper goes in the room, and they close the door. To me, that indicates you're not taking him to some kind of cell. You're closing the door to hide what you're doing. That's why when I listened, when I went back and watched it a second time, when I when it transitions into the scene with crosshair and Hunter and you see him in the cell, you hear like the, the, what do I want to call it? The, the kind of evil music start, but there's definitely these two like boom, boom hits in the beginning when it's silent in hunters in the cell. And I thought at first it was like indicating like the gunshots that Lama Sue is getting killed, but I realized later it's just part of the music, but you can also use music to kind of leverage and indicate what you're trying to get it and that's kind of how i viewed it was that they were they were going in there to do the deed not put him in a cell because he's already kind of like sneaking around and trying to do other things
1: i think they're i don't think that has anything to do with why they're doing it i think they're doing it because the cloners are a threat in general and they just want to eliminate the threat and they're going to take the scientist that has the knowledge and they're going to eliminate everybody else. But I, I do think that they're going to take him out. I just don't think they did it right there in that whatever meeting room in the middle of the city. But I, I do think yeah. we're going to get some clarification on it in these last two
2: episodes. Yeah. But here is, uh, here's the final meetup. I
0: figured you'd show up. I was helping for the House squad. But you do.
2: He'll Crosshair's do. got a plan. He's got something in the works. Yeah, he'll do for
1: now. So I don't know uh, what what is uh what's going down, what Crosshair's turning over in his mind, but apparently he's thinking of something.
2: Yeah. This was such a drastically different episode from the previous week. It was it was really really good. Tons of action, lots of like blending of things. You get the the war mantle reference that you got from rogue one kind of carrying into this, right. We're seeing the phase out of the clones into the TKs. Uh, you had Republic commandos everywhere. You had like the all white ones. You had scorch in there. You had, uh, the, you can, uh, you can just see the thumbprint, Gregor, Rex? you can see yeah. the thumbprint of the empire fully in this episode uh including like even the Macquarie designs mm-hmm. kind of in the helmet of the new tks i it, it's not quite on point with the Macquarie design but it's it to it's me it looked closer like a blend than what of, you
1: get in the actual original trilogy though
2: yes yes and it's more like a blending of i think i said it on the show on the the live stream was like a uh a, 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 a tk uh first order trooper and a little bit of like the clone like it was a mix of like three helmets blended together so it was super cool but there was so much going on in this episode that just kind of it puts a nice little bow on everything and we still got two more episodes in this season um do we, i don't i don't think this is part of a standalone i don't think this one was a standalone i think this is part of a three part arc are you guys getting the same vibe yeah i think we're going to Tell a continuous story
1: to the end of the season now. And yeah. I think I think that Crosshair is gonna take Hunter somewhere to try to set a trap, use him as bait, and try to mm-hmm. draw in the Bad Batch. And I think the Bad Batch are gonna do that. I think they're gonna probably recognize that it's a trap. And I think they're gonna hopefully call in for some reinforcements. Um, maybe Rex will be freed up to come help them now. Uh, I would be really interested in what Rex was so tied up with when he called them and said he can't go help yes. Gregor. That's pretty, yep. uh, a pretty curious thing to just throw in there cause he's up to something pretty intense. So I'd like to someday find out about that. I don't have high hopes that it'll be for, uh, that we'll find out tomorrow, but uh, hope, or this week, I mean. But hopefully he does show up to help him out and they give him a call. Maybe maybe will have Wolf with him. That'd be fun. That's what I was thinking. Um, maybe he's rescuing that's Wolf. That's sort of what I, like I was I thinking, like too. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'd like to see the Bad Batch realize that they're up against the wall uh, they need a little help to get one of their own out. They're not going to leave him in there. Echo's not going to let Hunter just sit behind bars, just like he wasn't going to let Gregor sit behind bars. I think Gregor's just the type to go back in and help Hunter because they just helped him. He's already broken out twice, whatever. Uh, so yeah. I think that's where we're going to be these last two episodes. I think at some point there's going to be that confrontation between all those clones all the woke clon- clones who uh, have their um, their their inhibitor chips removed are going to try and convince Crosshair to uh, see the light, and that's yeah. sort of my prediction for moving forward. But I'm really enjoying the um, transition from the Clone Wars era to the original trilogy era through this series. Mm-hmm.
3: It's like my one of my favorite things, seeing all the little, the little transition pieces and the world building.
2: Yep. Josh, yep. any crazy theories or anything for the last tour for the next episode coming up?
3: My crazy theory is that Rex is with Ahsoka, and maybe we see a glimpse of her somehow. Um, I I think that Hunter gets. Rescued, but I don't know. I they've they've obviously gotta be doing a second season of this show. But like Seems what's the like cliffhanger?
2: It. I would agree, but then I guess, you know, if you it really depends where you go with the last two episodes, right? If you defeat Rampart or, you know, you get I have a theory actually about that. Hunter back. Yeah,
1: go ahead. So Rampart has Nala say now and we know they were looking for Omega um to get her DNA so I wonder if we get Hunter but we lose Omega and that's the cross or that's the uh cliffhanger and maybe we even convince Crosshair to remove his inhibitor chip and we get him to come with the protagonist, but Rampart and who now has a prisoner cloner s- scientist, whatever mm-hmm. gets his hands on Omega and he's willing to make that exchange. Cause then he can, you know, use her DNA for whatever plans he had for the cloner. Um, I don't know. I see where just, you're going. Just yeah. throwing it out yeah. there. Cause it seems like Omega is, the ultimate target. That's why we were hunting her down with bounty hunters earlier in this season. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, just, just a thought because yeah. I agree what, what is, it seems like there's going to be a second season of this show. So what are we going to be looking forward to in season two? And I think maybe, maybe yeah. that'll be it.
2: Or maybe I'm gonna 100% going to be a hundred percent, not even close. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I either way. Last two episodes gonna be intense. It's gonna be fun to watch. Um, see to yeah. Josh's point, what other little nuances of transition we get between clone and Im- imperial. I know that happened. I know so, people already I say Dave wait.
1: Filoni is gonna put Ahsoka in everything. So if he finds a way to put her in here, that's just gonna add fuel to that particular fire. <laughs> I, I mean, it's my favorite that's character. Just, uh, I don't ever hate to see a icing on but the cake. Um, I think I think maybe yeah. Wolf. I think maybe we'll see Wolf, and I think maybe we'll lose Omega. Maybe we'll see Wolf next episode, and maybe we'll lose Omega in the last episode. Those are my bold predictions.
2: Could see that. I'd like to see Wolf. Uh, he's Me too. one of my favorites. So that
1: could be a fun little like side thing of the Bad Batch as we get the the story of how Rex and Wolf and Gregor all got together for their, you know, yeah. post Clone Wars life.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, either way it has been awesome talking about this episode with you guys i'm sorry we couldn't have maggie on tonight maggie was super swamped um but i know work we'll have beating. tons to talk about yeah lame work boo. boo uh i know we'll have a ton to talk about friday night during our live stream again check them out eight o'clock eastern standard time you can find it on facebook youtube uh periscope periscope that that's on? right on yeah, yeah. on uh yeah. twitter that's the twitter so, streaming platform yeah any one of those locations please come watch ha- hang out with us have some drinks comment come Sometimes praise me for games. my predictions being exactly correct <laughs> or laugh and point either one is Mine acceptable uh a little hard a uh, little hard because you can only see us we can't see. yeah you. i won't see you it's laughing that. and pointing it doesn't matter to you me know, throw some throw some gifs in there and uh in, uh, the, in the chat and make fun of Kyle so uh, anyway we've had a blast talking about it I think it's time to blow this oh, thing and you're
4: all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home
2: that was our coverage of bad batch episode 14 war mantle two episodes left gonna be amazing i'm excited for it gonna be toit like Uh, a tiger digging bad batch yeah toit smoking a pancake there is no (laughs) you. i am excited to see what happens here and and again you know hoping we get the second season because i've i've enjoyed it so but it's it's hard to picture out where you go with the second season so uh anyway tune in friday night live streams bad batch uh friday night live streams it's fun it's a good time you can catch us on all the social medias facebook twitter and instagram at outer rim beacon you can email us outer and beacon at gmail.com my name is justin you can find me on twitter at i am the bendu where are they gonna find you guys at
3: this is Josh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tenet. This
2: is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram and everything else. Get out there. Do something Star wars Go buy hot toys. If you don't want to buy Black Series anymore, then we all have a chance to buy Black Series. <laughs> it's, they'll be on the shelf again. So Yeah, leave something um, me. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, uh, but anyway, get out there, have some fun. hope you have a great week, and we will see you Friday night. May the force be with you. Always. Always. Most of the
1: times. Hmm. Until next time, anyway. Only it says
3: still in absolutes.
1: So,
4: oh, usually. May the force be with you, usually.